a lot of people tell you that your intuition is essentially a gut feeling or uh, it can be uh, a gut feeling or a feeling of expansion or a feeling of contraction but that's not necessarily true for everyone because we all have a unique design so your authority can let you know what your unique language of intuition is like what is how does your intuition speak to you welcome to essence the show and podcast Essence is the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something, especially something abstract, which determines its character. Here, we're diving deep into the essence of your energetics so that you can show up in your authentic nature where you step into your era of softness as your superpower and energetics as your key to success. Get ready for vulnerable conversations, masculine feminine energy teachings on the law of balance, flow frameworks for aligned productivity, and cyclical and seasonal living inspiration for reclaiming and activating your life of pleasure and ethically aligned success. I'm your host, NLP and energetic success coach, feminine flow CEO, time freedom lifestyle curator, and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heine. It's time to make pleasure your purpose and embody your epic essence. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Essence Show and Podcast. I am here with another Fuck It Energy series and being joined by my beautiful co-host today, um, business coach and human design mentor, Priyanka. We are good friends back from when we did our NLP um, certification. So this is like a long time coming full circle. And like, it's been years since we did that. So, so much has happened since then. And it's been so beautiful to just kind of like be in each other's space and on like watching each other's journey. So I'm really excited to dive in to our episode today and let the people hear more about you and what you do and the magic and the medicine that you bring to the world. Um, I am going to preface this by saying that we've already recorded this once. We recorded it two weeks ago during, um, well, it was eclipse season, the eclipse portal. We were like in the middle of it and during Mercury retrograde. So when I went to do the editing to upload this podcast episode, which was actually supposed to come out earlier, um, it was gone basically. Like the audio just like wasn't working. It wasn't there. And of course, like initial moment of panic, you're like, oh my God, like this was so much time. And like, we had such great conversations and truly we had a conversation about this and you're like, this is what was meant to happen. And I 1000% agree. The conversation today is going to be just complete next level, especially now that we're out of the eclipse portal. Um, and yeah, just like next level conversation, next level insights, next level downloads that are going to come through today. So I'm going to end it at that for now welcome you and let you give a little introduction on who you are. Yes. Oh my gosh. First of all, I love that introduction because I feel like it encapsulated everything that we were feeling when we had to, when we recognized that we had to re-record this. And then that was like during the retrograde and eclipse season. So yes, I am Priyanka. I'm a human design and business coach for women entrepreneurs. And I essentially help them use their human design and it, like integrate that into their business so that they can make more effective decisions and run their business more efficiently. So I love that we're in this, in this post eclipse season right now, because we have so much to talk about, like post all of the things that we learned, especially like for me, because like it was in my ascendant, I'm a Scorpio ascendant. So I'm like, I'm so ready for this today. <laughs> Amazing. I feel like there's going to be so many stories and insights that you have to share. I am so here for it and I'm so ready for it. So Let's dive in. Um, let's first start off with like your 
energetic based journey because basically we kind of all step into this world of personal development, spirituality, the tools that we use or the the processes that we then step into embodying like human design, like astrology, like coaching, like NLP, all of these things. And there's obviously like a process that brings us to that space and that like gave us the cue of this is what I'm here to do. This is my mission. This is my purpose. So what's your journey of moving from a place of like, this is how the world works. These are things that are expected of me to kind of transcending past that and choosing a new story for yourself. That's also, of course, like brought you into this world. Yes. Oh my gosh. So the reason why I love this question is because my journey so far has not been very linear. It's been kind of been almost like I I decided that this was something I was going to do. Then I had to, I, I kind of felt like I had to backtrack. But initially before becoming, becoming a coach, I was a lawyer and it was awful. Like it was just anyone who says that this is the, this is the pathway to success. It's they're lying. It's, it's a lie. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are good lawyers out there, but it was really draining for me. And I never understood why it was, uh, it was that draining for me, but not so much for other people, for my peers. But it wasn't until I made the decision that I was going to go my own, uh, on my own journey and become my own, uh, become an entrepreneur that I recognized that it had something to do with energy. I wasn't fully capable at the time to understand the depth of it, but I understood that it had something to do with my energy and the way I was supposed to operate in the world and my divine purpose. However, when I became a coach, I kind of fell back into the trap of hustling and working too hard in order to get clients. And I did like that blueprint worked for me, like posting consistently, showing consistent, showing up consistently, all of that worked until the day that I had this major burnout. And it was at the height of my highest grossing month. And I had such a bad burnout. And I feel like a lot of people believe that burnout is just exhaustion. Like, no, it's exhaustion. It's resentment. It's anger. It's all of these emotions until you become completely numb and your body completely shuts down. And that's what happened with me. And that's when I recognized that, no, this is like, am I even supposed to do this? Like, where am I going wrong? And I came across this post on the, um, on our (laughs) certification, uh, where we did our certification from, which was yes supply. And someone was talking about human design and specifically about projectors. And I was like, that's, that really resonates with me. So I went on my little, um, Google rabbit hole. I learned a lot about human design and specifically about a project being a projector. And I was like, that sounds like me. So when I looked at, uh, at my chart, I was like, that is me. I am not meant to operate in the way that other people are. I'm not meant to operate in the way that other people like move in the world. And I need to shift something in order to get the maximum success in my business, but not success in terms of like in a monetary sense, but also success in the way that my day-to-day life goes, how I feel about myself, how I feel about my business, how I feel about my clients, because I don't want to walk through this world resenting my business, resenting like the work that I'm doing. So I started integrating human design into my work, like at a personal level. And it did work out. I was getting invitations and recognition. People were truly seeing me. I was getting clients who were like, I value you. I see you. And that's when I noticed that this is something that not a lot of people are integrating into their business. And I need to sort of, I also need to put it out there. I need to integrate it into my niche so that I'm someone who works with this this kind of a tool, this kind of a modality. And that's what started my path into becoming like a human design reader. And I am so, so grateful and so blessed that I came across 
not just human design, but like working with our energy centers, working with our energy levels, the game changer that it is, because I feel like we depend too much on like outside circumstances and outside tools in order to solve something that is so deeply like personal, so deeply like within us. And this is something that it almost like serves as a mirror that no, the answers are like inside of you. There's nothing that you need outside. There's no like 10 step uh, program. There's no like productivity diary that you need. It's all within you. And once you start to center yourself within that, that's when things will start to move for you. So I'm so blessed that I <laughs> took this route. So that's essentially like in a nutshell, my, my journey with my, my energetic modalities. <laughs> Amazing. I have so many things to say. I'm like, being present and like listening to you and simultaneously my subconscious mind is like making mental notes of like, okay, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. It's all so good. So the first thing I just want to briefly touch on is how you were saying you were working before because like you said, it worked. And I think that that's what a lot of us find is it's like, okay, well doing the things on an external like action-based level. And this is like the masculine approach to success or the masculine model of success of like, consistency, really having a strict structure of how we're showing up and how we're doing things. And like one plus one equals two. Like if I do this thing, then it's going to get me this result. And that is why I'm doing it. And like the way that I'm showing up and the way that it feels really takes a backseat or quite honestly, it's just not taken into consideration at all. And so I like that you're saying and that your experience also um, amplifies this, like that you can get results from that. But the results, number one, aren't sustainable. Number two, the process of getting there doesn't feel good. And number three, kind of asking yourself the question of if this doesn't feel good, like, why am I doing this? And I totally resonate with that as well, where um, I feel like we need to talk about the Eclipse portal at one point in this episode, because like that was a huge, like next level for me in this, in this past Eclipse is like, okay, like, we have the goals and then we have our values. And how are you making sure that you're showing up for your goals and your dreams in alignment with those values? And I think like you're also saying with the energy centers and human design, a lot of like that clarification and mirroring back to us what our values actually are can can be shown in this modality, like doing this work, right? So that is like the first thing. And then the second thing that you were talking about, and I really want to dive into this as well, is um, – how you came across human design and like just how it's so beautiful how you're talking about it and like how blessed you feel that it came came across your path essentially um but how you were really the way that you explain it guided towards it like you weren't like stressed out trying to find a solution trying to figure out how am i going to pivot or how am i going to make this quote unquote work but you saw this post and you were like oh my god that feels so good and there was like an intuitive cue that led you on that path, which of course was almost a journey of uncovering your intuition even more because that process was basically like an initiation to move away from the societal expectation of this is how things should be, or this is what's expected of me. Like you said, like the whole lawyer world and that past life that you had and that it just wasn't for you. And it was really this initiation of coming more and more in touch with yourself and with your intuition. Oh my gosh, yes. Because I feel like when you when you start to essentially come more into your intuition, you recognize that yes, first of all, like like you talked about, this it does work. Like to an extent, the masculine paradigm of like working, it does work, but it's almost like a smokes and mirror screen. We we believe it's working and it does work to an extent, but we kind of prioritize that it's 
the external results more than what we are feeling inside. Yes. And I feel yes. like we have a pattern, especially as women who have been told like this is the only way that you can get more financial, more economic freedom. We tend to prioritize that more than what we are feeling and what our intuition is telling us to do. We don't believe that we can have all of it together. Like we can feel good. We can we can be in our in our in our homes in our world and feel more at play at um, feeling into our into our own intuition and rest at the same time and also make good money. We feel like we have to sacrifice or compromise on some level in order to get what we want. And that's what mm-hmm. like the masculine structure, like the overly masculine structure of our world, of our even our industry tends to mirror back to us. So when I recognize like one of the biggest beliefs that I had to shift was that I can have it all. Like it's not an either or that there is no compromise, that the universe is always like saying yes to me. Like the, the only yes. limitation that is, is the one that I'm placing on myself, the one that Absolutely. I had it's been passed down generations after generations, like, no, as a woman, you can, you have to make sacrifices, you have to make compromises. So I love that, that you brought that up, because it, it's almost like a smoke screen, where you believe, like, especially when you start to get results, by following those structures, by following like a certain model of productivity, you do get results, and you kind of get, it's almost hard then to pivot, and to feel like you have to take this leap of faith because you see it working and you're like, it's working for everyone out there. So if I pivot, I'm taking like, it's blind faith. I can't see anything. I can't trust that this will work because I haven't seen evidence of it yet. But that's where like dropping into your, like not just your feminine, but like your deeper source really, really helps because that is what will guide you towards your highest, like not just result, but highest purpose. And for me, when it came to human design, making that pivot was like, oh my gosh, I was just like, this is not going to end well. This is not going to go my way. And my mind was coming in my way. Like my mind was just like, it had all of these scripts and stories that was running around like 24 seven that no, you have to work in a certain way, especially when I was pivoting and uh, integrating human design into my niche. And I come from a lawyer background. I And I come from a background where having a stable job and being a lawyer and having these very like professional uh, degrees was valued more than anything else. The spirituality part of your life was just like when you're old and you're, you want to reach enlightenment, you can go to like uh, a mountaintop and do that then. But it's not <laughs> for like as a career, it's a no, no. So for me, making that pivot was like a huge leap of faith. But what really helped, and this is where knowing my design before I before I integrated it into my niche was so helpful. But I had this knowing like this, it wasn't just a pull, it was like a knowing a strong knowing in my entire body that this is where I need to go. And the way I describe it is, it's almost like knowing that I'm gonna when I wake up tomorrow, I'm gonna have a glass of water, like it was that strong, like it was almost like a fact. It wasn't a belief, Mm. it was a fact at this point. And that's where I, I knew that in my entire body that this was where I needed to pivot versus when I thought about where I was in that moment, like uh, even just like having that option of continuing with this model of business and just like burning out and then working too much and then burning out again or having to go back to my lawyer world, the feeling that I predominantly felt, which is very unique to my own authority and my own language of intuition was almost like this, this disgust 
like it was the best way I can describe it was disgust. Like I've had this feeling of like, ew, no, I don't want to do that. And that's mm-hmm. how I knew that it was a no. <laughs> it wasn't like a feeling of contraction. It was a feeling of like, ew, no, I don't want to do that. And that's how I knew that this is where I wanted to go to. And this is where I need to pivot. And my intuition, like this is not just intuition. This is like the entire universe screaming at me, like, go, go this way. <laughs> this is where you need to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Like so many pieces of that is just, I think that so many of us can relate to because of course this is like your story and your journey, but the general gist of like being in a career or being on a path that you feel like you have to be on that you haven't really questioned before. And then like feeling these nudges and we all get these nudges. Like all of us are constantly being guided and communicated with by our intuition. And the question is like, are we quieting our minds down enough and tuning in, like you said, like not just to the feminine energy, but to the essence of who you are, but like it is through our feminine energy that we connect with our intuition, which in turn connects us to source and to the universe and to the energies around us in order to get those downloads, in order to get those cues and like feel into, oh yeah, that is really exciting and expansive for me. And the more you practice that, the more it becomes second nature in your life. You're like, ah, here's another cue. Ah, here's another cue. And the more, the more alignment you step into, which means like the more you answer and you say, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes to my intuition. Yes to my intuition. Yes to my intuition. The louder it gets and the better things start to feel and the more it communicates with you. And it's like one of those things where you said, like, I had to take such a big leap of faith because it was like, I've been taught my entire life that up until this point, this is the only way. And that's why I love like a tool or like you said, a mirroring like human design, having that wisdom. And it's the same way that I look at someone's astrological birth chart or even like looking at the masculine feminine energies and how we have our own unique balance of that within ourselves. It's having the ability to say like, okay, this is a really big leap, but it like the intuition doesn't need to make sense. I trust the feeling of this enough because I know myself enough that I can lean into it and I can create safety around that for myself. I don't need to search for that safety outside of myself. Oh, yes. I feel like I need to write that down because it was (laughs) so good. I feel like it perfectly encapsulates everything that I was feeling at that point, but also everything that most people feel when they have to take a leap of faith because it just gets louder. It's, It's never going to like go away because it's it's so integrated it's so it's so involved with your divine purpose it's not going to go away so when it comes to your your intuition and where it's calling for you to go it's always going to make you like it's always going to be this firm factual noise instead of like your mind which is just like you have to do this it's the should have would have could have like you mm-hmm. it should be this way you you or what if something happens it's not gonna have this like mental chatter but it's gonna be like a very commanding but very soft and at the same time very firm voice that tells you that okay you have to go this way and I love that mm-hmm. you spoke to that because it's something that we have a, a problem distinguishing especially because we we've not been taught since we were young to trust our own selves it's almost like that is not the priority and that is why it's so hard for us to come back home to ourselves because it's like, no, you have to be like, you have to be perform as someone else. You have to depend on outside circumstances so you can keep the system going instead of when you drop into yourself and recognize what you truly want. You may be, you may get out of that entire system altogether. You may leave your old paradigm and have to sacrifice some things in order to step into your aligned timeline, your aligned purpose. Mm -hmm. So I love that he spoke to that. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's like grieving the old in order to birth yourself into who you are actually yeah. here to be. And that process can feel really, really scary and isolating, but it's it's that initiation again. Um, so I'd love yeah. to, maybe you can share just a few um, like key pieces of human design, like anyone listening to this and they're like, cool, like human design, a mirror to me, helping me understand myself better, helping me understand my energies, how I'm meant to show up and work. Um, obviously there's so much there and we can't go into all of it. Um, the intuitive element of human design and how you get to know yourself better and like your cues through that. So like if there was like maybe one to three things that you could share of like, yeah. here are some key pieces, how do we use them? What would you say? Ooh, so I would always start when it comes to human design, I would always obviously start with your human design energy type because your energy type like will let you, it'll give you a glimpse into what the consolidation of all the energy centers in your chart are and how you are meant to essentially operate in the world and also with other people. So for instance, if there are five essential energy types, which are projectors, manifestors, manifesting generators, which are kind of like a hybrid between manifestors and generators, then we have generators and we have reflectors. And each type has their own unique role. So for instance, if you are, let's say a projector, you are here to be the guides of the world. You are here to help people understand how to use their energy more efficiently in a way that they can get to their goals in a faster, like more efficient way without having to sacrifice more of their energy. So if you're a projector, just knowing that and knowing that that is your role and knowing that you are not meant to operate in the way that other people are, because for projectors, you are more here to play than and rest than to work. So just knowing that, like what a difference that makes, like it just makes you like go, like your body goes into this mode of like, I recognize that. I remember that about myself. I've been that way since I was a kid. It's just that I've been talked out of it. Just knowing that makes such a big difference. So that is the mm. first place that I would start with. And then I would always go towards like, what is your, um, what is your strategy? What is your uh, signature? And what is your not self theme? Now these are like, th these sound extremely complicated, but they're really not because what they essentially are is they help you recognize when you are in alignment with your higher purpose or where you want to go and when you are out of alignment. So when it comes to your signature, your signature will help you understand like this, I'm on the right path, that this where I'm going, my body is giving me that signal. It's almost like a sensation or an emotion that lets you know that you're on the right path. So for and like projector, it would be success and that not just like outwardly success, like in terms of like monetary gains or something, which can happen, but a, a recognition of your soul that someone sees you, that you are being recognized. And that is their def sorry, <laughs> that is their definition of success. And that is the signature that a projector can have. And knowing that, recognizing that that is the sensation that you feel on a day-to-day -day basis can help you recognize that, okay, I'm on the right path. I'm doing something well here. And on the other hand, if you feel bitter, which is your not self theme, that will help you recognize that this predominant sensation and feeling that I'm feeling in my body is letting me know that I'm out of alignment. That something that I'm doing is more in alignment with like outside structures. And I'm trying to either prove myself to someone else or I'm trying to um, be someone I'm not instead of leaning into myself, instead of leaning into my own design, instead of leaning into who I truly am. So that will let you know that, okay, you're out of alignment. And another thing that you can know is your uh, strategy, which is how you can get back into alignment. So let's say you are feeling better on a day-to-day -day basis. Your strategy will help you know how it is that you can get back into feeling that success again and getting that success more. 
So in the example of a projector, it is waiting for an, an invitation. So just knowing that you don't necessarily have to do a lot, but that you can rest and share your knowledge as much as you can share whatever it is that you know as much as you can and then just wait let play and rest and let your energy be and then wait for that invitation to come in to you instead of feeling like you have to do something and prove something to someone else in order to get that so that is essentially what you need to know now another thing which is more to do with your intuition is your authority which is your unique language of authority uh, intuition so that is i believe one of the most important things that you can know about yourself when it comes to human design because when it comes to your intuition, a lot of people, and this was my, like, this was in my case, like one of the biggest things that I had to learn about myself. A lot of people tell you that your intuition is essentially a gut feeling, or uh, it can be uh, a gut feeling or a feeling of expansion or a feeling of contraction, but that's not necessarily true for everyone because we all have a unique design. So your authority can let you know what your unique language of intuition is. Like what is, how does your intuition speak to you in your unique way because it's different for everyone so for sacral beings that is your generators and manifesting generators generators it can be a gut feeling a gut yes or a gut uh-huh or it can also be a, a vibration from their gut like a physical vibration of excitement and at the same time for other people let's say if you are a splenic authority which is me it can feel like almost like a sense of disgust because splenic authorities are like very primal in nature they it's the oldest authority in our body so for them it can be a feeling of disgust or something smells wrong like something to do with the senses and a yes can just feel like a, a deep knowing like i know in my body mind and soul that this is happening so knowing that your unique language of intuition speaks very differently and in a very unique way to you can help you recognize and distinguish when it is that your intuition is speaking to you and when it is that your mind is speaking to you instead <laughs> That is essentially what you need to know about your, your design. Oh my gosh. The crash, the crash course, the five minute crash course with Priyanka. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I mean, there's so much more to it. So like we're barely scratching the surface and I know that, but like, it's so good. I think to just have like a little like bullet point, quote unquote, cheat sheet of like, this is what this does. This is what this does. This is what this does. And like reminders to come back to you. And it's super helpful for me too, because you've done a reading for me and like I've gone into this not as deeply as you and like I don't I don't teach it in my work, but I'm so, so um, drawn to it as well. And just having you say that again, I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Okay. Whew, okay, cool. Um, and we talked about this in our initial podcast recording too, which I thought was so interesting, just the different ways that we can tune into our intuition and that it's like different sensory um, feelings that we can have. Like you said, there's so much around the gut and that's definitely mine. And the tingling that you just described is hundred percent me. Like there, I literally feel like an excitement in my gut area. Like it feels like, you know, when you have like a crush in grade school and like, there's like butterflies yeah. and you like, can't wait to get into the classroom. <laughs> um, but then there's also like, there's like the taste or like the smell and you're like, mm, like those are really interesting signs that no one teaches us. And once you start to learn that and once you start to uncover that for yourself, even like what you talked about being a projector and like your purpose being like to play and to rest within the work that you're here to do, like how incredibly validating is that for your body to be like, okay, it makes sense. Like I'm, I'm allowed to just be who I actually am here to be. And that is so freaking powerful. So, yes. Yeah. So we were talking about this last time, our initial recording as well. But really 
this was our this was our topic of conversation, like trusting the ebbs and flows of life. And how do we really trust that when we are moving away from the dominant status quo, when everyone else is going down, you know, this path A, B, C, and we're doing this nonlinear thing because life is not linear, but we are taught that it should be. And I feel that so deeply. And that was one of the things that you validated for me when you did my reading. And it was like, you are here to be like the the adventurer. Like you are, it's not going to be linear and you're going to try this thing and you're going to try that thing and you're going to do this thing over here. And I was like, oh, cool. So I'm allowed to do that. Awesome. <laughs> but with that being said, like there is really this trusting process in going with the ebbs and the flows and that there are still in the process of following your intuition going to be times where things feel turbulent or things feel challenging or you're going to feel like, oh, like the ego steps in or the mind steps in and is like, well, was this really my intuition now? Because like things aren't working out. And it's like, just because you're following your intuition doesn't mean it's inherently like easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Like, no, there's still the process of expansion. And oftentimes following your intuition is um, more of the turbulent process because it's it's um, really encouraging you or forcing you out of your comfort zone because you're doing things that you haven't done before and going to places that you haven't been before. So of course, it's going to feel like, oh, this is really working. I'm in flow. Oh, okay. This is a little bit of an ebb phase. Like, I'm still following my intuition. So I guess the question here, and maybe we can tap into a little bit of story time now and tie it in with the Eclipse portal if there's any like story you want to share about that, but like some stories around how do you move with this knowledge and actually implement it in your life and allow yourself to be in the ebb phases as well as in the flow phases and trust the process? Ooh, this is such a good question. And I feel like your your work, like the entirety of your work speaks so beautifully to this because it's almost like I truly believe that this entire process, like our entire lifetime is all about like more about remembering who we are than it is about becoming who we are. And in that process, it requires a lot of shedding. So it's almost like every single, with every single adventure that we have, with every single life experiences that we have, with every single opportunity person that we meet it's almost like we're shedding our old skin in order to become who you we were meant to be and remember who you we were meant to be but with that comes a lot of um issues and challenges along the way and one of the things that i've noticed especially with this eclipse season is that it's almost like the more you tune into who you are the more you tune into your your design your authority and you start to listen to your authority there is a process where your body starts to almost like remember or start to seek that old pattern in order to feel safe again because trusting your body trusting the process trusting your intuition is leaning into the feminine and the feminine is the unknown it's like it's just behind the veil there's nothing that you can access it through with your senses like you can't see it you can't touch it you can't feel it you can't put like anything tangible to it so trusting the feminine is more about trusting the unknown behind the veil and because of that it's a whole process. Your body ne won't necessarily feel very safe doing it, but it will, the more you trust your intuition, the more you will lean into it and the more you will have to recognize that there is like a journey. It's a learning curve. So for me, this eclipse, what I noticed was that um, I had this pattern where I had been, I hadn't recognized how much I was performing for other people than like 
like I had been performing a lot for other people, but it was all like, it's, it was very subconscious in the way I showed up, in the way I spoke, in the way I sometimes had to, uh, like, even like when, when I had to speak to other people in a certain way and almost like accommodate other people, I had been performing for them. And I didn't recognize it till this eclipse season, which was in my ascendant sign. Like, thankfully, it was the last one. <laughs> but these Scorpios <laughs> have been through a lot. But what I noticed immediately was that because I had been creating the space in my body to feel safe, to listen to my intuition, that it was amplified. So it almost was this moment of like, why am I feeling this so deeply? Why am I not able to get up and just go to work and just like do things that I have to do? And instead I have, I'm feeling this so deeply that I feel like something is like crushing inside of me. And that's when this, this moment came for me that it is, it almost is like an adventure, but it's not like a pleasant adventure where I will have to remember parts of myself by going beneath and deeper than it is about like ascending and being like oh my gosh I've reached enlightenment it's not about becoming it's about going deeper and deeper and deeper and as deep as I can and that was a moment for me where I was like okay in order for me to like really recognize this and recognize uh, that who I'm becoming is and the more I become myself the deeper I would have to go I have to sit with it and I have developed the tools to sit with it I have built in that safety in my body. I know how, what, how to regulate myself. I know what to do here. So that was a moment that I, when I came out of that shadow period, there was that moment of like flow. I am in my flow space, but I remember that, but I still have to remember that this is still a journey that the next eclipse or the next planetary transit that happens, I will have to go through that process again, but it's not in vain. It's all about going deeper and deeper and deeper. And the, the person that I become outside of it and on the other side of it is more me than the person I was before that. Because before that, I was the person who was performing and I didn't recognize how much I was burning myself out, just trying to show up in a certain way for other people. And I'm now in this phase where on the other side of it, where I'm like, I have more energy because I'm just me. Like even like as messy as I am, I'm just me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so much free, like it's so much more freeing. It's so, so much more, almost like it feels, life feels more juicy, more in flow than it was before. Yeah. <laughs> what was your experience like with this eclipse? Oh my gosh. I love everything you shared, first of all, just like the reflection and what comes up and how you even just talk about the tools. And I think this is the power of having these tools of like knowing how to create safety. Cause like you talked about like the feminine is this unknown and like it feels like we have to tune into our intuition to really sit and trust. And I was listening to something the other day and I love this so much because it just kind of brings it back to what it's all about. And, and then I'll share, share my story too. Um, but it was like, we keep talking about like trusting, trusting in the feminine energy, trusting in the universe, but like ultimately it comes down to trusting yourself and trusting that you have the abilities and the capabilities to move through it, to sit with yourself, to hold yourself, to create a sense of safety around this new way of being. Because ultimately, of course, what feels safe is what you know, but is that going to create expansion for you? No, we have to get outside of our comfort zone and stretch ourselves. And that is just going to feel unsafe. And so having the tools, like you said, to be able to sit with it, like that's just such a powerful element of it. And I think so many of us are more likely to like zoom across things and just like like push it aside and like step over to the next thing because we can. And of course, we wake up the next day and life keeps turning. 
but we haven't really resolved those things. And that's where we start like lugging all of these baggage shit around with us all the time. And we're like, well, why am I so exhausted? And it's like, well, you're taking all of the stuff with you that you were really meant to like let go of, you know, five stops ago, but you haven't. So now let's go sit down and do the work. Um, but my experience, I would say, was also similar. I thought it was very intense. It was the most intense of all three of them because it's like the three cycles completed now. And the first eclipse um, was in Aries, and that's in my 10th house. So that's all about career, legacy, public image, the work that I'm here to do. And then um, Scorpio is in my fifth house. So that's the second one. And that's all about like inner child, playfulness, um, leading with love, courage, authenticity. And so similarly to what you were saying, I think the first the first eclipse really brought up a lot of that, like, what is the story that I'm telling other people and what's the story that I'm telling myself? Because ultimately, it was like this image of what I thought success needed to be and what I thought it needed to look like was creating a lot of dissonance with the energy that I was showing up in. Not necessarily that I was like, lying about things because that's just like a different, that's like a moral level and I'm, that wasn't what was happening. But on the internal energetic level to be showing up and feeling like, oh, like I'm only going to be seen as successful if I have X, Y, Z. Like if I have these like big success things, like, you know, what we see on online, like having like the private jet and like the fancy vacation. And it's like, None of those things are inherently bad, but I was just like, why am I creating that expectation? Because then, of course, that is the level of success, and I'm always going to feel like I'm falling short of it because even if I reach that or when I reach that, there's going to be the next level thing. And so it was kind of like this like grasping for, yeah, like what I thought was necessary, like this this version of success. Um, And through the eclipse season and the portal, it was really streamlining back down to like what are my actual values? And it's so interesting and like the patterns are becoming so clear and like I've seen this a lot before, but it's always interesting when it gets mirrored back to you personally and you're like, oh yeah, okay, I see that in my own life now. (laughs) But the way in which we so often attach our values, which is like perfectly aligned with Taurus season as well, which is the season that we're in during these eclipses, um, but the values that we attach to the goals that we have. So it's like instead of being really clear and sturdy and set in like what are my core values regardless of what I achieve or don't achieve or do in this lifetime, instead we look to what is it that I want to achieve here, what is going to make me feel successful, and then we attach values to that. So it's like, you know, I want to make a certain amount of money. Well, that's going to give me financial freedom. There's a value. I want to live in a certain kind of house. Okay, that's going to give me security or stability. And it's like we want these things because we think they're going to give us this feeling of this value that we want to have. Um, And then it starts to get messy because then, of course, if we don't have that thing, what does that mean about ourselves and what does that mean about our values? And then we have that disconnect. And not that it's actually a disconnect, but internally we feel this like dissonance in our energy because – we're not aligned. And so that was huge, 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 huge for me. Um, and really re coming back to like, what are my actual values? Because of course, like we're in the industry, we've done this stuff. We do it like we're constantly like doing the rituals and doing the personal development and career development and all of the things. And then to just like really take a pause. And I actually took a week off during the eclipse season, which I very timely had planned. Um, And it was really just this process of like cleansing, cleansing all of the final um, 
like really strict controlling parts of myself that were in, like I said, Scorpio being in my my realm of like inner child and playfulness, like that were really like being the drill sergeant to this inner child saying like, you can't do this or you need to do this better and like da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, we can just like cleanse that once and for all. And again, like this has been a journey that I've been going on and that I've been in for a very long time. And like, this was really like the ending of it is what it felt like to me. Oh my goodness. I love that because it's, I feel like when it wasn't this, it wasn't in the same uh, capacity as you, but I feel like the topic of money and how money influenced the way I was perceiving my business and the way I was also working with clients at the time, because I am like a business and human design coach it started to shift around this time of the eclipse, but it wasn't falling in the same houses, but it did start start to shift around this time. And what I recognized during this eclipse was how much I was driven by it instead of driven by, like you said, my core values. Because when I started mm-hmm. to recognize what it is that I deeply want, like as a projector, my ideal home, my ideal vision for my life is just being like a cottage core princess. Like I need to go and live in the village <laughs> and just be detached from the world and just like, have the ability to do my work and just go back into my home mode. And I felt I like love that. the way, yes, because I felt like the way, the things I was expi- uh, aspiring to, it wasn't the same as what I truly deeply wanted. And I had to revisit yes. and reestablish my relationship with money during mm-hmm. this time a lot. And how I perceive money and also how I was working with clients, because I feel like there is like a predominant story and a narrative in this industry about like what success means like means to mm-hmm. means to us and what it means to be a good coach and I noticed how so many of my clients would come to me and they had and I was also feeding into this narrative because I was also driven by the same things but they had they felt so disappointed in themselves when they didn't meet that launch goal or when they couldn't make that uh that 10k month that they really that they really 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 wanted to make and I felt yeah. like well what is your enough or what is your not just enough, but what is the thing that would make you feel abundant? And I feel like even our concept of abundance is now tied to so like such monetary things that we've forgotten, like what makes us feel really good and full and in gratitude with life is going to be different. And it's going to be, it's going to be fulfilled very differently. And I feel like with, with human design, this, especially with this eclipse, I had to really revisit who I am what I'm what it means to be like successful and recognized and that didn't have a monetary value attached to it at all if anything I I was so happy being like in my hermit mode being being a cottage school princess (laughs) and just being with myself and I felt like that was when I started to revisit that I noticed also that more things came to me but also the things that fulfilled me were so different from the things that I thought would fulfill me especially when it comes to comes to money which is like a whole other conversation (laughs) (laughs) we could have a whole episode on that but that is so I find it fascinating and like how these things come up of course like if astrology isn't real then why is this happening now um but just like the conversation like you said I think is totally totally true just the the way that there's so many personas out there now and I think that that's even fair to say like the way that you felt you needed to show up so many of us feel this way and like the different coaches in the industry or different business owners, or even like if you're not on the online space, just like you in your career, in the corporate space, whatever it is, like feeling like you need to create and show yourself in a certain persona in order to have that success. And like you said, like coming back down to what actually 
feels like success to you and success is a feeling. It has actually absolutely nothing to do with what you have. It's the experience of experiencing the pleasure of what you have. So of course, like having things will give you that feeling of success, but you can also have it outside of that. And that is where the values I think are so powerful to come back and be like, okay, what are my values here? And I did, I actually did the exact same thing during this clip season. And I wrote up my values and like my different areas of life and what was important to me. And ultimately, like, I love my business. I love the work that I do. But I was like, if this would to if this is something that would ultimately take my peace, then that's not worth it to me anymore. Because having that inner sense of peace and groundedness is so much more important to me. And just having that perspective opens up so many possibilities for you because you're no longer confining yourself to this one path. And again, your intuition can start to speak through to you. So I'm, I feel like you probably have things to say, um, but I want to wrap it in and whatever you want to share, go for it. But I want to wrap it in with the final question, which is the fuck it energy question. Um, and that is to wrap up this episode of the fuck it energy series. Like, what is the fuck it energy that you're in right now? And to preface for anyone listening, fuck it energy is probably not what it sounds like. Fuck it energy is flow energy. It's being tapped into your inner divine and soft feminine, being able to detach yourself from all of these external pressures, say fuck it to the status quo, and really lean into what's true for you. So what is your fuck it energy right now? Ooh, I love this question so much. It, it, is, it is so different from when we recorded this pre previously like the eclipse completely shifted that. my perspective who i thought i was <laughs> who i am now and just to tie in with what you were saying before when it comes to like uh just like not just the industry we're in but just predominantly sis predominant systems that are when we are trying to like uh, like get a certain amount of money especially like because we associate success with money that is when we feel the most burnt out because we're out of our natural energetic cycle and the thing is, you can, like, just threading back in with what we were talking about before, you can have it all. You can be with your natural ebb and flow and natural energetic cycle. And that's when you receive more. You don't have to compromise on, like, your energy and your time with your loved ones and your time to play and just nurture your inner child into just to in pursuit of money. And for this eclipse season, what shifted for me, and I, this is something that I really actually, like, physically had to say a fuck it to, was this sense that my value resides in something outside of me that I have to mm. I have to prove something to someone else perform a certain way be someone else in order to get money get clients have a better business um have like even even with people have good relationships with people that my value is completely inherent so I had to say fuck it to this idea that my value is something that I can acquire or I can have or I can buy but it is completely inherent. It's completely inherent. And whatever I feel in that moment, whoever I am in this moment, it's completely enough. Like things come to mm. me. I don't have to, I don't have to chase after them. And that is my fuck it energy for, for this year. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're going to have to have you back and you're going to have to tell us your fucking energy from next time. Cause it's so true. Like it was different last time when we recorded mm. this two weeks ago, like it shows the evolution and the shifts and like how quickly things happen. And also I think like how often there are things where we do want to tap into that energy and have the tools to tap into that feminine energy to be able to say like, fuck it. This is, this is not for me. What is for me? How can I trailblaze my own path here and really be grounded in that? Um, 
and that requires requires that own inner groundedness. So I love that so much. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. I know we said like 30 minutes. Our last one I think was 30 minutes and I was today I'm like, do you know what? We are, have so many good things to talk about. I'm just going to let it flow. This is what it was meant to be all along. Thank you, universe. <laughs> um, but before we wrap up, let the people know where they can find you, what they can find when they find you, all of those good things. Yes. So you can find me on my Instagram, which is thebizgoddess.co. And I also have a podcast with the same name, The Biz Goddess Podcast. And in the podcast, I talk more about human design and how you can use that uh, specifically in your business. But if also you want to talk, tap more into your intuition and more into your intuitive flow, you can also give that a listen. So that's where you can find me and come join us in our goddess community. <laughs> Yay. Oh my goodness. So, so good. Thank you, my love, so much for joining me. This has been such a good conversation. And thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about O Coaching, head over to oliviaheine.com. Get on the wait list for the Energetic Success Studio or take the leap into your dream life and apply to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. And if you really loved the show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or a comment below in the YouTube episode. I so love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you energetically aligned baddie. Tune in again next week and until then, own your magical essence, shower yourself in pleasure, and flow like the cyclical being you are.